Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Pocket Now Weekly Podcast. I'm your host, Joshua Vergara. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Friday show for this week. And to round out this week of news, TK Bay comes on to talk about a couple of devices that he has been working on. Uh, one of them got a pretty significant software update, uh, and I let him talk through both the Xperia 1 Mark II that now has Android 11 and the Redmi Note 10 Pro or Pro Max, depending on where you are. Before that, however, we do talk about the other big announcement from the week, which is a continuous continuation of wearables and lifestyle products, this time from Razer, who announced the Anzu Smart Glasses. Audio glasses or smart glasses, whatever you want to call them, I called it, they are starting to become very prevalent. They're starting to ramp up. So you know I'm here for that. So we, glasses users, uh, talk through it in the first half of this podcast. With all that said, though, let's get into this great discussion with TK Bay. As usual, wonderful to have him on. So let's jump into it. Enjoy. Welcome back, TK. It has been a hell of a week for you, hasn't it? <laughs> Dude, uh, yes, yes. Consistently, like, you know, um, it started even on the end of last week. Sunday was a big day for me with uh, with Sony, the B-Alpha event. We did that one. And then, you know, yeah, back to back Android 11 updates, um, you know, uh, um, you know, new devices, uh, you know, Redmi released a new phone. A lot of things. Yes, so <laughs> it's been I- a long week. I need to like I need to like lightly apologize because I wasn't able to catch your your segment live and I've been oh. waiting for Sony to put your segment because they say they will. The website says they'll I, put it on their YouTube channel, but they haven't yet. Yeah. And I'm waiting as well. I, I looked at it, but a few of them, when you go through like back to the B Alpha uh, mm. main site, you could see here, you know, playback, 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 but they haven't filled up everybody. So um I'm not, I'm not sure. I'll, I'll have to reach out on Monday and see how things are going since it's kind of like the end of the week anyways. I don't think yeah. some people respond. I, but, I really, uh, first of all, like we, we've been saying for the last couple of weeks, congratulations on being a part of that. Um, I, yes, thank you. Thank we're going to talk about the Xperia 1 a little bit later just because of its mm-hmm. Android 11 update. But the um, I guess I could just ask you from the outset since this is kind of like the check-in, like how knowing that I have that I wasn't able to catch it live how did it go like what can you tell us about uh, working with Sony <laughs> it's um exciting exhilarating um just all of the great ing words that you could say in there um it, it's it's just very different obviously you know we're used to being a one man show or one person show right we edit we produce we script we edit you know we we uh, you know publish and do all of that stuff so we're everything for our production but being part of what Sony was doing and then having, uh, they also had another uh, a person from Sony, his name is Van, um, to help me out to kind of filter the questions, go through them, you know, um, kind of make sure that we're on time, all the good stuff. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And um, he, they made it so easy, so simple. Uh, I had the Xperia Pro with the A7S three. We did the, uh, the, you know, the hands-on. We had a question come through. And, you know, 25 minutes or so that it was flew by in like two seconds. Before I knew it, he was like, well, thank you, TK, for joining us. And uh, we'll go ahead and get back to it. Please check the link in this. It was really that quick, uh, but it was great. It was great. And um, I really hope that, you know, maybe maybe uh, in the future they would love to work with me again. I'm definitely open to it. I'm, I'm a big fan of Sony. We're talking on an A7S III. Mm-hmm. I, I shoot on Sony lenses and cameras all the time. So to me, it's, it's a big part of my production. And the Xperia Pro would be amazing, but uh, yeah, we'll talk about the Xperia One because that one just just got a feature from the Xperia Pro with a, with just an update. So oh, yeah. okay, cool. Uh, but yeah, you're right. Like 
working with the Sony A7s and whatnot. I just quick shout out because we had Jaime on the show last week. Yeah, the man is now using an A7S3. I saw it on his Instagram. He finally got it. He finally um, did it, and he's he he had this thread on Twitter talking to a couple of people like, "Why did you go with that one?" Blah blah blah, and he pretty much just said autofocus. Meanwhile, I'm the stubborn one. I'm the loyal Panasonic man. Um, oh, you're you're in the same kind of uh, same camp as Juan. Juan's still using a Panasonic as well. I keep trying to convert both of you guys over to Sony Land, but uh, not that again. I'm not saying anything's wrong with with Panasonic. There's there are just many things to be said. But when you're able to do this in the well, middle without having to look at it, then we can, you know. Which is fair. <laughs> That's all like I'm going to try right now. I'm covering my face. But the thing is, it's on face detect. And I have it set so that when it's on face uh, detect, it doesn't deviate like at all. Because it should know, just be it, on me. But the, the, it's the, it's the snappiness of the autofocus. Yeah. And I think... When you're on the go, when you're trying to make sure that your shots are always good, you never want to have to worry about that the camera is not doing it. Yep. You know, Sony Sony autofocus is literally almost like Canon autofocus. You know it's good, and you you stop thinking about it, and that's what I always want to do. Which is so funny uh, because but, I want to back up a couple of the uh, of of the creators that were talking to Jaime on Twitter. Like mm-hmm. uh, pros don't need autofocus. I'm not that snobby. Okay, <laughs> let me let me just say that. Ooh, However, okay. I will say when I'm doing B roll. I don't need autofocus ever Mm-mm. because mm-hmm. the, the item is there. I have the whole thing set up and it's fine. And then when I turn the camera around to face me, I do need autofocus, obviously, just to make sure that everything's okay and I don't have to. I used to be on like GH5s where I would go manual focus and then just make I, sure I don't move in this plane. I, I, we've had this conversation. Yeah, no, I uh, uh, there. Uh, depending on how, so your setup has to always be kind of flexible. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're able to be within a certain, I mean, obviously if you're using the right lens and you're able to basically set the the, the focus range and like you said, be perfectly still so that you don't move, um, it's totally functional and I don't think it's an issue. I think for me, my problem is I used the GH5 for about three years. Mm-hmm. Ever since it was first released, I bought it. And my biggest problem is as I talk in my videos, especially in the studio, um, my hands throw off the focus and they're not oh, even covering yeah, yeah. my face. I have face detection, but I have hands moving and then suddenly just you see that pulsating, you know what I mean? Yeah. So they have improved that on the S5, on the on the full frame S5. It, it, um, it was a big part of that, yeah. Yeah, they have improved it to the point where I can comfortably use it um, for this, for my A-roll and all that stuff. But for everything else, like I just, just auto uh, manual focus for me. I, I'm usually all manual everything when it comes to all this stuff. Um, Got it. It's it autofocus is generally a very nebulous thing to a lot of creators, mm-hmm. and I get why a lot of people are like, just give me a camera where it all works. And obviously, Sony's tend to be that, so I, I get it. It's cool. You can put whatever lens you want on that camera, and it'll be tax sharp. Like it's it's great. So I oh, I agree. Yeah. Um, yeah it- but speaking of stuff that like we might not fully understand, there is one little topic I wanted to bring up just for just for fun. Because okay. it was a, it was a bit of a trending topic this week, uh, I I pulled up this article from The Verge, um, mm-hmm. saying that this this what can basically be described as digital art or even an emoji, mm-hmm. these sunglasses that you would see in memes, where like the sunglasses come down yes, and then it says deal with, with it. Oh, yeah, I remember. Yeah, uh, it as a intellectual property was sold as something called an NFT. Okay, so. I just spent like the last half hour trying to figure out what the hell this is. But um and if not non-financial tan. So the term is actually non-fungible token. So 
fungible. Fun- yeah. It's a weird word, right? Uh, it, okay. Non-tangible and, f- and yeah, fungible. fungible. Fun- yeah. Okay, um, non-fungible. Token. I think fungible, like you, you can you can think of it as like you're right. Tangible is one way of thinking about it, but it's yeah. fungible as in it's not something that is, um, it's not a fund-based commodity. It's not something that is used as currency. So okay. a non-fungible token. So something that is fungible in the physical space is like money, um, yeah. coins, cash, all that stuff. Non-fungible physical things are like art, things that it, in and of themselves. Are not um, currency. currency. So exactly, there are digital art things that are starting to become NFT. And the thing is, people are making and selling NFT like crazy. It's just one of this, it, it, and it's all done through the blockchain, uh, which is another thing that I don't really understand. Do you have any crypto? Uh, no, unfortunately, I never jumped on it. And I, did, I, although I have enough hardware here to be able to start doing some type of mining using some of my old GPUs, sure. just letting them sit there. Uh, but unfortunately, no, I never jumped into it. And um, it's a roller coaster of a ride. You just oh watch it. You watch it. The crazy, you know, prices soar and then drop and then soar and then drop. And people are, you know, millionaires are made overnight. And uh, I'm actually but, uh, really interested in it. But the thing is, once this whole NFT thing came up with just this one meme that that was put up for auction. And you mm-hmm. buy or sell it using your 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 blockchain or your Ethereum because this I think a lot of NFT is based on the Ethereum spe- specific okay. blockchain. Um, okay. It sold for basically eight thousand dollars equivalent. So, the or glasses. rather, is that yeah, just the meme, just the digital art meme. So I'm just like, what is this whole world? Um, but I wanted to so bring it up because it's a DLC in real uh, that you're able to transfer over or something. But that's the funny part is because, for example, I know that your son loves Fortnite. So mm-hmm. one thing that one thing that falls under the NFT category are things like player skins. And but that's what I, sorry I, I was yeah when I said DLCs I actually meant like downloadable yeah. content. Uh, but yeah, uh, so imagine yeah if you actually are able to buy an actual like fully buy the skin when nobody else can actually you know if they have to use it they'll pay like. I can only imagine I, I mean, you you might be opening up some sort of like Coinbase or crypto wallet for your son one day, I bet you. And it's gonna be something some he point. can use. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. We should we should start building it now. So by the time he's old enough to use it, he'll like he'll have maybe a one Bitcoin or something like that. Yeah, right. Yeah. Well, I mean, because even when you're mining, um, if you're even connecting to the blockchain, you don't really get a lot. You get like small transaction fees. Mm-hmm. It takes time to build up. Uh, but, uh, you know, I've heard so many stories of people forgetting where they have their, you know, where they did their Bitcoin. You know, if they did some mining, where did they leave it on which laptop? And they lose passwords and they oh, lose money. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, no. Um, oh, man. Yeah. No. Uh, this is something we should be able to start thinking about. I mean, more companies are accepting, uh, you know, cryptocurrency. So Tesla accepts bitcoin so mm-hmm. those, those are things that kind of keep if they're starting to really recognize it and invest in it it obviously has a movement and it's going to be part of our future as i was doing my research into just what nft is i was just trying to i was, I was just trying to understand the concept i wasn't yeah. even trying to understand like this specific meme or anything like that as i was doing my my research i i, I saw some anecdotes from people saying that crypto is becoming more and more prevalent obviously um, yeah. But over the last couple of years, he has traveled to other places and he has seen how Bitcoin is now accepted as a form of currency that you mm-hmm. can actually use through like your smartphone and then you put in your your unique code or something like that. Transfer, yeah, you can transfer money from, you know, to your family if you want to help them out or whatever. You can actually transfer Bitcoin currency through, uh, it's like PayPal. The one that killed me was that 
he saw that Bitcoin was accepted at a Fran- uh, at a Paris McDonald's. <laughs> I was like, are you freaking kidding me? Like, you have to do it. Huh? Yeah, yeah. Oh, can you just <laughs> imagine I'll get a Big Mac and it's like 0.0002 no, no, no. of a Bitcoin. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh, that's nuts. Right. Um, I like it. So maybe one day we'll look at it. But yeah, there was just this meme of like glasses that came up. Yeah. Um, which is great because it segues nice and neatly into another category of topic that we have. Um, Razer had a uh, had their own announcement this week of some new products. Yeah. And when I first heard about these, it was through an email. They wanted to give me like the early press and stuff like that. Um, they mm-hmm. just called it lifestyle product. And mm-hmm. I was very, in- I was like, lifestyle product. Okay, that's interesting from Razer. So I was expecting like, isn't Razer the one that they have the um, the energy drink? Don't they have that? And is it them? Did it? Was it? Uh, I no. Uh, well, you know, actually, I'm not sure. Razor the energy, maybe it sounds yeah, familiar. They had, but I'm not- some, they had something. I'm trying to remember. And, yeah. Um, but that's what struck me as like lifestyle product. But then the announcement happened, and it was smart glasses. And I saw that. Yeah, yeah. Here I am doing reviews on my channel for like the Amazon Echo Frames. The Echo Frames. Um, I've done Bose frames before. I'm actually looking mm-hmm. to get the the updated Bose frames soon. Yeah, um, yep. and now Razer comes out with theirs called the Anzu. You leave it to Razer to have in unique names. But as a fellow glasses wearer, okay, how do you feel about this budding category? I so I've always felt like the glasses were the next stage, right? Um, I've used Google Glass. I've used um, you know both both uh, you know glasses with uh, the you know pass through audio on them. Um, I've used bone conduction. So I, I realized that you know we have smartwatches, we have smartphones. The glasses is the next field. Uh, when we were at the uh, last uh, what's it called the um, uh, uh, I think the uh, the Qualcomm event a couple of years ago, like 2019, we saw some new ventures in the glass uh, technology where they were tethering them directly to smartphones for AR and VR. So there's a lot of things coming up, but these new style of glasses, like what you did with the Echoes, and of course now with the with the new, uh, you know, the new Razer glasses, I feel like that's the next level, right? Getting them and and being able, especially when we wear prescription glasses, like for me, uh, the ability of making them work more and making them a little bit more stylish. So that's the other thing. I feel like they do a good job in the design. Uh, but I, I'm looking forward to seeing what they offer. I'm also waiting for Project Hazel from Razer. Mm. They showed us a little bit of teasers out at like a bit around CES that all full on mask with speakers and see through front part with air purification. So, like the whole, I love geeking out on tech. If you can put tech into into it, I'm all for it. So, uh, yes, I, I will definitely be trying to get myself a pair uh, in one way or another. Uh, and hopefully, you know, I'm able to get my hands on it. Even if I don't, I'll be driving over to your place and we'll check them out. <laughs> the thing is, they will have my prescription in them. And that and that is what I was about to say. There's buyer beware. Um, glasses Always. like this are already kind of expensive. These come in at $199. Mm-hmm. They will be available in Best Buy, but they're available on Razor.com right now. And mm-hmm. then you have to pay for getting the actual prescription lenses. Now, if yep. the Bose frames, the originals, and I think the new ones, the newer ones too, if there are any indication, these are the kinds of lenses where you can kind of like just ever so slightly unpinch them and then take them out and then you put your own in. So it's not okay. like you have to take them, like the Echo frames, I had to bring them to a lens crafters and they had to actually like mold it in and they had to like do all this crazy stuff to it. Um, but okay. it seems to me that the razor ones will be more like the bows in that you just mm-hmm. you just pop them out and you just uh, like- throw them back in or throw the new ones like- in. Yeah, yeah. 
Uh, the only thing is, okay, so of of the audio glasses that we have right now, uh, yes, they're all audio based. So don't go looking mm-hmm. for like heads up displays or anything like that. No, but, no, no Google Glass, huh? Not yet. Yeah, not yet, not yet. Um, and not even any uh, Focals by North. Like they're not around. I was anymore. gonna. Well, I was so close. I finally got a chance to talk to one of their PR reps right before the announcement of Google t- uh, taking them over because oh. they were like, "Oh yeah, we're working on product." You know, the version two was coming out in the middle of la- last summer and whatever. And then the announcement was made and all quiet. So, oh yeah, God. yeah, yeah. Well. There's there are a couple of quirky things with these though, um, with the Razer and Zoo. Um, mm-hmm. So they're they're again audio glasses. I love that the front look very normal and then you get the large yeah. arms, uh, but that's just, that's par for the course. It's, I was going to say it's typical the way they've been doing it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, with these though, um, they have, this is the part that kind of gets me a little bit antsy about them. They're, mm-hmm. they're, they're treating the audio drivers in the arms a lot like you would treat truly wireless earbuds. So mm-hmm. each arm has its own battery of sorts. And they're treated okay. as singular things that then pair with one another, so that you kind of get uh, uh, more like real stereo sound. On so the you one, can t- in, in theory, turn one off and keep one on. In theory, and we're not sure if that's truly the case. But what this, okay. on the one hand, this means that audio could be a little bit better because you have dedicated mm-hmm. drivers for left and right channels. But then on the other hand, both arms have their own charging contacts that you have to use at the same time. Oh, that's gonna. That's uh, annoying. <laughs> Yeah, it was, especially if you're trying to charge them while you're using them. So the, the problem with glasses when they when you use them as prescription glasses, right? And let's say you do want to charge them in the middle of the day, right? Not necessarily the end of the day, obviously, if the battery dies and you still want to use them. Having the one wire kind of connected may be okay, but having two wires connected. Yeah, I would I, say you know I would say for most people who well, use these smart glasses that you just shouldn't try to charge them while you're wearing them. That's just okay. Yeah, that's just not something you should do. If they're dead, just Continue to use them as, yeah, continue to use them as prescription glasses. They are still useful. At at least in that case, they're still useful. For anybody else, like like Jaime, Jaime has trouble using the echo frames because he doesn't really Mm -hmm. need glasses. He needs, he might need reading glasses like from time to time, but he's not like us where we use them for literal sight. Um, I I was going to say, yeah, I wouldn't be able to drive without them. Yeah, exactly. So in our case, even if these smart glasses run out of battery, at least they still have utility. That's the thing that I love about these this category is that inherently they're dope because they help us see (laughs) dude inherently they're dope just because they're from razor man if we just get that out so my only thing which i read that i was a little bit bummed was that there's no rgb like i wanted all the tweets i I want so come on like okay let's just say this the mask in the in the in the frame or maybe around the top or something have them as an option or something no seriously like i have i I just did a video this morning on uh, an led face mask i'm Mm, trying to bring leds into the world of our into our world on a daily right um razor the company that is known for their i mean i use their mount their gaming mouse um i I use kishi the controller Mm -hmm. for android it's one of my it is literally my favorite controller for android hands down Uh, i use it with nvidia geforce all of that all the good stuff and i want rgb but you know what it's fine like i said it's glasses you're right (laughs) I would imagine the battery life on that thing would be like one minute. I would just, just like turn on RGB. Boop, 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 boop. I'm just thinking about like what it would look like. Cause for, okay, actually what's funny is, and, and there's no video podcast, obviously, but I'm wearing a pair of Ray-Bans. And if you were to compare my glasses to the Razer Anzu, the front actually looks a lot like my current Ray-Bans. So oh, I'm nice. just imagining 
So you know how you put those LED strips around your TV so it glows on the eye? Would that be I, I what have... would that be what this is? Like there's a glow around my eyes? Like <laughs> no, but I mean think about it though. Wouldn't it be nice though? Like if you're if you really wanted to turn on kind of like the cool like gaming whole bunch. Like I got RGB in my chair. This chair has RGB in it. That, no that's way! The I didn't know that. Yes, this is a Gandia's gaming chair. It has built-in RGB with a USB plug on the back. So uh, when I turn on like gaming, like when you're in the zone and you want to play, I turn on the RGBs behind my monitor, my RGB keyboard, mouse, everything set sure. up. Turn off the main lights, and I just let the ambient light go, and I turn on some music with some pulsating uh, RGBs. That's how you get yourself, you know, psyched out and in, in the zone. Okay, fair enough. Fair yeah. enough. Do you have it synced up with like when you're playing Warzone and you're getting shot at? It's like red. No, uh, I have it synced up to the music, but not. Yeah, I don't. I don't. <laughs> too too much visual. That would be just too intense. Like, because when you're first getting into Warzone, depending, it's also if you're like ranking up a, a weapon or something like that, uh, you end up getting killed so many times. I would that would just get it. You know, that intensifies the. You know, the when you're down, you're down, and you're just getting all that red on top of it. Uh, yeah, no, I I like to keep it pulsating with music. Well, when I when I tweeted about these because I was so excited for them, so when Razor put out their tweet, I just retweeted it and said, "I told you, like smart glasses are ramping up, yo." Some people, or one person rather, tweeted back, "But what's the use case?" And I was like, "I wanted to link them to my Echo Frames video on my channel. Mm-hmm. Um, it didn't reach too many people because it's still a kind of a fringe product, but the." Yeah, it's still kind of a fringe product, but I think my perspective in that video is what most people should look at if they're questioning why smart glasses are important. I have the mm-hmm. I have the number one scenario. I don't know if you're guilty of this, but I know that in my in my life this was this became very important. My father in our household loves speakerphone. He just loves to use speakerphone for everything. Uh, during dinner, someone will call him and he's on speakerphone just talking to somebody or he's watching Facebook or YouTube on his phone mm-hmm. and it's just blaring all over the place. When you have smart glasses that are already Bluetooth connected to your phone, whenever any of those incidental things come in, whether it be notifications, someone's calling you, or you just want to watch a YouTube video, that audio is now localized literally to you. Absolutely, yep. And that is actually a very underrated use because it means you don't disturb anybody else, but also it makes it so that your phone, which in the past would be a nuisance because it's just blaring out of nowhere, no longer mm-hmm. has to do that. Yep. Um, it, it's it's very it, it's you're right. I, I, exactly. And there are certain things that need to be personal in any and you know when you're family members like to listen to it, especially if they want to listen to it with the normal volume loud with the speakers and so on. <laughs> Uh, no, no, I mean, don't get me wrong. I like my son for some reason, like listen when he listens to watch TV and stuff like that, the whole house has to listen to the same show. Yep. So for some reason, his volume level, I, I, and, and he's a kid. So that's another thing. Um, but having the ability, like I've, I've enjoyed those features on uh, like the galaxy buds, the beans and um, you know, it, with the buds plus, cause they have notification read where if you're wearing them, it starts read, it just sends the notification to your ear. It says what the notification is. Uh, but having the open experience, like you're the one with the Echo Buds, I think it's definitely better because you're more aware. It's like using bone conduction um, for for head, you know for earpieces uh, because it helps you just be more aware. And till you've tried it, it's hard to explain it, but it's so much more fun that you can still hear outside and still hear the music at the same time. So oh, it's totally. Really nice. And it's and yeah. it's just that you don't have to go reaching for something else. Yeah, to- exactly 
work on whatever your phone is trying to get you to work on. Like in my case, like if these were if these were my echo frames, they're in my bag right now. But if these were my echo frames and someone called me on the phone, I could just hit a button and go, hey, what's up? Rather than having to reach for a reach for the phone or reach for a truly wireless no, earbud. I was gonna say, yeah, and try to find it, put it in the ear, hold on, let me switch. And mm -hmm. no, no, you're you're ready to go. And that's why I, I really loved um what the the Google Glass represented back in the day when I first had a chance to play with them. Um I love the 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 concept. I love the the approach to it. It wasn't ready to pr for prime time. It looked too much like a futuristic because of the way the glasses were set up and so on. Uh, and the battery life was absolutely horrible. But horrible. But you know, to me, it was like it was so cool that I tried it. Like I was driving on the uh, when I was driving, I was using Google Maps on glass. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like I didn't because back then we didn't have Android Auto and so on. So to me, it was like that kind of experience was the smart thing you know like i'm talking to you on the phone or i'm talking straight to you and i get a notification that comes up in front of me you don't get any different but you could you know it's just nice so uh this is definitely a step in the right direction i was about to say this might be the direction it had to go though because it had to be audio glasses because just imagine like on the one hand heads-up displays might be distracting and you have to be mm -hmm. for example looking at the road uh but mm -hmm. also if there's a camera you remember what happened with all these people who just felt like their privacy was being like dude whatever. i remember uh, when google pushed out that update where it had to actually light up every time the camera was on so people would know that your camera you're recording and so on. yes no i am with you uh privacy i mean people are already kind of camera glasses have existed in spy movies forever so people are always <laughs> angsty when you say smart glasses yeah because the first thing they think is they don't think of speakers they think of like what are you recording me on where are the where's the camera i don't see it you know what's funny despite the fact that these glasses are kind of obvious once you see how fat the arms are you know that there's something going on there but imagine yeah. like turning on the sound recorder on your phone you know and just talking to somebody mm -hmm. and it's coming through the glasses you know this i don't know and not that i would do that i'm just saying that's kind of cool in a in a not so legal sense but <laughs> no, no I, it, it's there obviously there's going to be many different things uh you know responsible adults obviously need to kind of be more responsible but uh, the technology, I think it's trying to open up opportunities for us to have the flexibility to not have to always ha open up the phone, always have to have the phone on us and in interact with the phone. So that's the big, the biggest thing that smart wearables or accessories do is that that separation. So you don't have to always keep like turning on the screen mm -hmm. and um, the glass approach to it. Like you said, you're for me personally, this is my personal habit. My phone sits in my office in the house. I go to the living room. I go upstairs. I do whatever I want, but my phone is in the office. I have my watch for notifications. If something comes up and I need to go back and get a call, guess what? I got it on my watch. Yep. I also love the fact that I, if I'm having a pair of headphones, almost all of them, like 90% of them, will work around the house and not have to be even next to the phone. I'm listening to music. I get calls. All of that stuff without having to need it. And I feel like that's that's the benefit here. And but we need to we need them to be a little bit more accepting. I feel like Razer as a company, because of the gaming, uh, you know, the presence in the gaming world or the laptops, and again, they're trying to venture into wearables. I think it's definitely going to be nice. So, uh, just give us the RGB model very soon after that, please. <laughs> you know what? I, I have to. I will. I will tell you. As much as I'm sort of uh, poking fun at the whole RGB argument, I will admit that my Solid state drive enclosure for an external hard drive. I went out of my way to get the Asus one that has RGB mm -hmm. in it. So RGB, yeah. Go. All right. So uh, dude, I'll, I'll I'll give you a pass. <laughs> dude, let's just say this one. Your MSI desktop has has RGB. I know. Remember? I don't use it. I turn it off. I know, but no. But even your <laughs> laptops has. I mean, that's not RGB, but it's like the dot matrix back display. All of those cool things in there. 
honestly, they make it, they make a better user experience, which at the end of the day is actually a big factor for some people choosing one brand over another. Mm -hmm. It's how mm -hmm. they feel like while using it, even if it may not have all the exact things that they're looking for, but if it answers most of the hardware need, those aesthetical differences, what makes them nice. And one of the reasons I personally like my, my production uh, unit, like the Acer here, uh, the, um, concept d is because it is a workhorse i don't need that to have rgb but my gaming rig needs to have rgb otherwise it's not a gaming rig it's a production studio and then i'm going to feel like i'm in the office working all day i yeah. gotta make it fun that's fair i mean i have christmas yeah. lights over there that are they're not really rgb <laughs> but they're they're different colors so <laughs> Dude, with yeah. a little bit of diffusion with the right lens rgb baby <laughs> Uh, okay, so we're not going to talk a whole lot about this next thing, but I mean, obviously, everyone was on social media about it. You got your, um, you got your space ice cream as well. <laughs> I, uh, my 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 OnePlus brand ice cream. Yes, I um, I have the box right here. Great did ice you, cream. Did you eat any of it yet? So last night on, on on my show with Juan Carlos on on the best of our week, we uh, we opened it up and uh, I'm not going to lie, the only last packet that I had left was the strawberry because my son and my wife took the other two oh. the cookies and cream and the other one so uh i did eat it um eh. it, uh, <laughs> <laughs> let's just say this it, it, it's a product that um definitely oversells on the name it is not ice cream it is not even close in the sense of what you think because you know like it's like you're you're you think you're going into a cool club where there's everybody and everybody dancing and then you walk in and it's you and this other guy um it, it it's it just I, I described it last night as in, um, I mean, so first of all, I'll say this. I think it's a great idea the way they're tagging it and, and the way they're they're trying to hype up the brand and what's coming up. Obviously, it has to do something with space, uh, distance zooming, maybe some imaging uh, and so on. And, and I think what the main benefit that I'm looking at it, uh, you know, is uh, it's the teaser, right? Because they sent it to us in a box that normally would be the OnePlus, like whatever OnePlus it would be phone, the phone, right? Yeah. This, That's why this is exactly the size. My dad is such OnePlus a my dad is such a OnePlus fan that when I un, when I when I undid that box and then the red yeah. box came out, he got excited. And I'm like, no, dad, it's not what you think. Dude, like <laughs> my son did the exact same thing. Omar came up to me and said, "Bubba, which phone? Which one? Which one?" <laughs> and I looked at it and said, what's a OnePlus box? And I opened it up and, he, and then I said, ice cream. So he went from disappointment, but then went back to excitement because that's sugar, you know? So he was like, hey, ice cream. Um, it was it was so, so not, I have to admit though, it wasn't even that satisfying. Okay, so here's what I did. I was like, this is ice cream. It's freeze dried. And I will, yeah. um, my main problem with it was, was that it was warm. So what I did was mm -hmm. I put the other bar, one of the other bars in the freezer for the rest of the day while I was here in the office working. Got back yeah. home, broke it up. My mom and I had a, had a piece and it was still warm. What is oh. up with this space ice cream stuff, man? Like, give me ice cream. <laughs> it, I, it so made me want to have to go get ice cream. Like, <laughs> I, I felt like so let down from one area. Um but you know, it, I've I've had these before. Like they've had them. At, we, so I, you and I've talked about this in the past. Whenever we have, we my family and I go visit with JPL. JPL has, like I think it's a gift store or something like that. And they have little freezer ice cream space. They call it astronaut, you know, ice cream and so on. Um, so we've tried it a long time ago, but Omar didn't remember it, and he actually enjoyed it. He ate, he ate like I said. He and my wife ate the other two. I had a couple of bites of the strawberry, and this morning the strawberry was gone. So. Uh, <laughs> What I don't have any more to have. I no, I'm like, and I asked him, I said, why did you like it? Uh, it, it reminded me 
and it's hard to kind of explain this unless you you've had a kind of this experience. It reminded me of how baby food tastes like if you ever had a if you ever tasted baby food, the powdery one that before you make the little rice cereal thing for your kids, it had that type of I don't know that 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 lingering taste or feeling. It just tasted that way, and I was like, eh, it's okay. Oh. But it's exciting <laughs> that the eight. We're going to find out more about this on the 8th, which is very, very soon, which yeah. is good. So we'll look forward to that. And obviously, that's the day before our Tuesday show. So we'll be able to talk about that on Tuesday. Um, I think on Tuesday, I'm having actually Ricky on. So Gia Marina will be on. Yeah, um, Dude, say hi for me to Ricky. I haven't talked to him for some time. For sure. I've been watching him on Instagram, but yeah, great, great guy. Yeah. Um, all right. So uh, moving on from space ice cream and baby food, let's, uh, <laughs> let's talk. <laughs> it went pretty bad. That, that is a way to kind of, yeah, the day has been. <laughs> there's there's no segue from that stuff. I can only just non sequitur it into. Um, so you actually have a couple of devices slash software things that I don't have. So I would love for you to talk through it. We'll start off with Sony, like you said before. Um, we have the Xperia 1 Mark II. I have the Xperia 5 Mark II, which is why I'm not allowed, I'm not able to talk about this upcoming thing. You got the Android 11 update. Yes, uh, finally, finally. I, I would say finally because it took us for a long, it's been out in Europe and in, in Japan for almost two months now. They got it, like they started getting it in December and we finally got it here. In, I heard from PR originally that it was like January, February and they missed the mark by a couple of days, which I'm okay, totally fine. Um, so on Wednesday morning, I wake up, normal thing. I'm having my cup of coffee in the morning and I'm like, hey, refresh. And then lo and behold, Android 11 comes in. And it's it's a massive update to the Xperia 1 Mark II because it, it literally like refreshes it and adds so much more features to it. Okay. Um, namely one that you've had on the Xperia 5 Mark II, which is the 4K 120, you know, that super slow-mo 4K. We haven't had that on the Xperia 1 Mark II forever, um, mm-hmm. even though we have Android 10. So that was a new feature. But... Uh, the biggest part of it is now we have a feature that was, was pretty much almost exclusive to the Xperia Pro in a in a, in a manner of speaking, uh, and that's H, not HDMI in, but video input using USB-C. So you have to basically have a USB-C video source, mm-hmm. and now your Xperia 1 Mark II is a 4K OLED monitor. So it's exactly what, what you can normally get with the Xperia Pro. So for example, on my camera that we're using for this podcast right now, it is yeah. USB-C into the laptop. Well, but mm-hmm. do, but doesn't the but the thing is okay so USB C mm-hmm. into the USB C of the phone doesn't it need the software? So here's the thing: if you're using camera to phone, it doesn't work automatically that way. You do okay. need to say like an Elgato or um, one of those cam links. So what you would do is HDMI from your camera to a cam link to a USB C converter, and that gets the cable to run correctly. Gotcha. It does need a it does need an HDMI USB C. That's it's an adapter. So essentially, that's why I said it it brings the features in sort in kind of a way where it's built into the Xperia Pro because you have that secondary dedicated HDMI in. This one needs that source. So for you, an example would be this, because you, I know you probably still have it. Um, your ATEM, I don't know if you're using your ATEM Mini for your normal rig. For me, the way we're talking now and everything is through my ATEM Mini USB-C to my laptop. Mm-hmm. The ATEM Mini works directly. All I do is USB-C from the ATEM Mini into the Xperia, Pro, uh, Xperia wow, 1. Wow, okay. And I got first camera, second camera, up to four HDMI inputs on my Xperia 1 Mark II. So that was yes. kick-ass. That's pretty kick-ass. Yeah, for sure. Because yeah. like I have, I'm looking straight ahead at my A-roll mm-hmm. camera. If I look directly yep. up, I have an overhead rig. And these two, A10 mini, and then use the phone as, but then you would as have to, sh- would you stream from the Xperia? 
So you can you can still so that's what happened. It uses the uh, USB C as an external as an input now. So yes, it, it recognizes it as a video source, and you can stream from it if you need to. That's dope. Okay, okay, I see where you're coming from. Okay, I see so it. it. It's it's a little bit of a like I said, it's it's not exactly a one to one. And if you if you get because the adapter is probably like eighty hundred bucks the the cam link that I because I also wanted to get it to work with my A7S three because that was my biggest thing like how do I replicate the Xperia Pro experience uh, and it needs a few pieces it's not as clean but it's doable so in the studio totally functional uh, and if you want to be able to use something like a DSLR or something like that you do need to kind of get that attachment but uh, it's it's doable and in the studio it's nice A10 Mini all the way final question. Um... It, it it let's use the A10 Mini again as the source. You have two yeah. cameras into it. Let's say two or three, and then you or four, and then you put that mm-hmm. into the phone. The phone mm-hmm. recognizes it as a video input source. Can you hit record on the phone to record yourself going among uh, the different A10 Mini stuff? If you use the uh, the, the new native, uh, the, so they also included a new uh, native screen recorder in the Xperia One Mark II, which in the past we've always needed to have it in the app, in the gaming app. So you could record scre- your screen if you added the app into the game, uh, the gaming app that they have. The I think it's the Gaming Center. Um, actually, no, take that back. I don't think it's the Game Center. I don't know why I said that. Uh, no, it's Game uh, Game Enhancer. Game Enhancer. Sorry. Okay. Because every company has the word game something. It's uh, different. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, so in the past, that's what you've been doing. But yes, you could t- totally turn on screen recording and then turn on the monitoring app. And then once you're using that, you can actually record what's going on at a, whatever resolution your screen. I think the maximum, I think it's 1080p though. So that's the only thing, even though you're uh, 4K. It's always the same yeah. thing. I've been saying that for so so many flagship phones lately that 4K is not a priority. It, it, it Well, when with screen recording, I think it's the, I don't know why. Like for this one, I, I would have imagined 4K because this one does have 4K as a panel. Mm-hmm. Most other devices at the most are 2Ks, so I can give them that much going down to 1080 for the video. But um, it, it, like I said, it just gives so much more functional adding uh, add-ons to it. On top of Android 11, all the optimizations that we get with security, uh, the permission changes, the new power menu that also enables us to have the automation functions built in directly in there. Sony's Sony's skin is so light and so functional that mm. I love how they approach uh, their update. So. Uh, definitely nice. Fingerprint sensor works really good. Um, all of the other options are there. Uh, and like I said, the 4K 120 is in there now as as well as uh, I think some of the other options with like the assistant and so on. So it's good. Fantastic. I like it. All right. Um, great to hear from that. And you know what? Like when it comes to Sony stuff, like you're, you're like the go-to now. Like you, you literally <laughs> have that under your belt now. Like it's amazing. Um, but yeah. Well, hopefully for more. Hopefully, hoping, for, hoping for more. Yes. <laughs> well, you did also have another uh, device that I'm waiting on. Um, I unfortunately did not respond to the email early enough to get it ahead of the actual announcement. But uh, the Redmi Note 10 Pro? Pro. Is that yes, correct? The, brand, okay. the Redmi, or also known as the Redmi Note 10 Pro Max. Okay. So, so depend, what's depending funny on the market that you're in, uh, yeah. Issa and I were just talking about that. Uh, last night she was doing her, she, she was responding to comments on her video uh, of the Redmi. And of course, there are certain people from certain markets that have it as the Pro Max and they were trying to correct her. And she was kind of ranting to me like, yeah, that's your market. Like, look at the box that I have. It says Pro. I'm going to go with what they gave me. Like, I'm not... <laughs> Just because it doesn't, just because I didn't say it for your market, doesn't mean I'm wrong. <laughs> I, I I got into a, um, somebody in my in my note in my comments responded back to me. He said, "Oh, we well, we got the Max version on my in my market, um, and it seems to have the you know it, the it also has the same sensor." So I did a little bit of digging in there, and 
uh, yeah, so it seems like the Indian market got, has the 10 Pro Max, which essentially is our 10 Pro. Mm -hmm. um, and then they also have a couple of other models. They didn't have this, all of them. I think there was more in the European uh, or in the announcement that we saw from them. But uh, for all intents and purposes, it's literally the same device. Just different markets yeah. and different bands. So you need to. That's that's. I think where the nomenclature changes. Uh, if you buy a Pro Max from India, it's not going to have the same band support when you're outside of other countries. So you want to keep that in mind. Okay. Um. I, I. Yeah. I just did a quick search on it, and um, certain publications are saying they have Max in parentheses, and I'm like, that's the best you could do, I guess. Like, <laughs> I. 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 I did the same. Yeah. Because. <laughs> Everybody was referencing it, and I have a, especially when I put out Redmi device videos, they're generally going to have a lot of followers from from that region as well. So I yeah. definitely thank you to everybody for checking out the video, and uh, I saw Isa's stuff as well. Uh, she's you know she's doing great. She and you know so uh, yeah, Pro Max Pro. It's a long title, but it's a great phone. It's yeah. definitely a great great. Phone. So you you and Isa have a head start on me because I'm I'm meant to do the review on this phone for Pocket Now. And oh, nice. I was I was looking at the stats of it or the specs mm -hmm. rather, and I'm kind of impressed with it because considering that this phone is supposed to be what like what was two seventy nine? Yeah, oh, under three hundred. And and on Monday on AliExpress, if if you're, if you're listening to this before, then on AliExpress is going to be two hundred and fifty bucks. That's insane. So it's even less as a starting sale price for what you're getting. And it's really like it's pretty decent. It's a 700 series processor from Qualcomm. Mm -hmm. uh, there's no 5G, but it's decent on the speed on the processor. Um, you get six or eight gigs of RAM, depending on the model that you want to be able to get. You have expandable storage, uh, large 120 hertz refresh rate OLED panel. They're finally switched over to OLED. Redmi's been on IPS for a longest time, and people have been wanting that. Um, stereo speakers, true stereo speakers like the Mi 11 two separate speakers as opposed to the speaker in the earpiece um headphone jack i mean who would have thunk it and a, and a 33 watt charger in the box it's like a feature now right yeah. everybody now has to say it in the in their presentation and the chargers in the box and i'm really hoping this makes the two big players that are causing this to be become a feature to change their way because it it absolutely makes no sense that everybody just literally poking at them every time they release a phone it's in the box yeah i'm I'm looking yeah and it's it's a it's a pretty compelling so the fundamentals seem very sound you know yeah. you have you have the main camera which is 108 megapixels and then you which get a, the performer, the way, but yeah. then you fall off a cliff after that with eight megapixel ultra wide and then five yeah, yeah. five megapixel uh, macro but it's it is what you get again it don't forget yeah it is it is what you get. Telemacro, yeah. It is what you get though. It's two two fifty. Um and but that's a pretty freaking compelling package for that price. Five thousand milliamp hour battery, uh OLED, 120 hertz screen. Like all of the people who want to save money but still want to mobile game. This might be a really compelling and, and option. on this actually is pretty pretty decent. I mean, it's it's not spec'd out. Uh, Genshin can work on on mid. Uh, you know, I would I wouldn't say like high performance uh, graphics, but it actually performs well. Um, I even played Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven with uh, <laughs> GeForce Now on it just to kind of take it to the next level. Because I don't think anybody, even if they did gaming videos on it, would ever put Cyberpunk and try to get it to run. So oh, yeah. I connected Kishi with GeForce Now, baby, and like I said, it's my favorite controller. And uh, yeah, stereo speakers sound great. Uh, like honestly, it, it's when you look at the price, there's very, very little you can even nitpick at it. And yeah, I'm glad that they have it. And it's a good competitor to the OnePlus Nord, uh, the N10. Like the mm -hmm. N10 is roughly around that. Yeah, that's that's really where they're falling. Well, you know what I find funny, and we can we can end on this 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 extra note now that you brought up the N10. I've mm -hmm. noticed 
Now, we, we are literally the targets of OnePlus's um, hype train right now because of the cosmic ice cream and all that stuff. But you know what? Yeah. They've been really putting in some work because there are some influencers. I'll, I'll say influencers, mm-hmm. but really it's YouTubers. Some YouTubers that I followed for years, they're not even in the tech space. All of a sudden on their Instagram accounts, I'm seeing Nord N10 sponsored content. So oh, nice. one of them vlogged an entire day using just the phone and the, the N10 is a very capable, you dude, even the N100 at the, at the price point that you're able to get it. Mm-hmm. I picked one up for 150. That was a Nord, an N100 for an, um, that's a T-Mobile variant. And it was like, whoa, seriously. Uh, so it was just I, so I'm funny because so, like hearing this particular person, Bart Kwan, and he's more or less on Instagram, a fitness influencer to hear him shift into the type of like speech and rhetoric that you and I would do. Yeah, where yeah. The beginning of his video was like, Shouts out to OnePlus for sending me the Nord N10. The battery life on this thing is great. We're going to find out by vlogging with it today. Let's do this. I was like, whoa, that sounds like us. <laughs> and to hear somebody else say it like, kind of threw me for a loop. So I was just like, my worlds are colliding. This is really weird. Um, yeah, 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 absolutely. But in any case, I think that would do it for this uh, second edition of the Pocketnow Weekly Podcast for this week. Uh, thank you, TK, for, for coming on. Uh, I know it's a little bit later in the day for your Friday. Um, if you haven't Anytime. watched WandaVision yet today, Holy frick. Uh, yeah, I'm not yeah, saying anything. No, no, no. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I'm not saying yeah, anything. No. All I'm, all I'm going to say is there are emotions that I don't think I've processed yet. So it, it's been a roller coaster. The last yeah. few episodes, every time I watch this, I feel like, oh, my, like every time I'm like, oh my God, oh my God. So uh, I think we're I need to read after this and, and sit down and, and properly I, enjoy. I will say, I think I need to rewatch not only this finale, but the last couple of episodes, because yeah. since I was watching with my folks, I don't think mm-hmm. I allowed myself to really feel the feels. And I feel mm-hmm. like if I watch it again, this was almost like with K-dramas, same exact thing happened with K-dramas. I watched it again by myself and I was just, oh, just crying. <laughs> so I think I need to do that because I think it's part of the experience. So I got to do that. Well, yeah, because we also, we miss things. There's no way to catch everything when you're sitting in. And when you're doing it with your family, I, yeah, I get you. You're getting the reaction. Everything changes. So uh, yeah, we'll we'll talk more after we both watch it. <laughs> okay, cool. All right. Well, enjoy your dinner. Um, and uh, as far as the links for TK, myself, and of course for Pocket Now, those are all going to be in the outro starting now. All of the links for both TK and myself across social media and our respective YouTube channels are found in the show notes. As far as Pocket Now is concerned, you can hit us up at pocketnow.com for all of the latest headlines and news. You can hit us up at Pocket Now on social media. And of course, there is the YouTube channel at youtube.com slash pocketnow, where videos are coming out basically every single day. With all of that said, we're going to go ahead and call it on this edition of the Pocket Now Weekly Podcast, your second edition for this particular week. We'll see you again on Tuesday, where we are going to react basically to the OnePlus announcements that are meant to happen on March 8th, which is, I think, Monday. So we will bring you some perspective with Ricky Villacrez of GSM Arena. The two of us are going to talk through that on Tuesday in your first edition for the week. We'll see you then.